Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, everybody. We're back. Welcome to Signs, Wonders, and Miracles. And we're going to... Starting at the end of chapter four and work into chapter five tonight. So, on Mark, I'm making a lot of sense, aren't I? <laughs> Welcome to the program, Pastor James. You better take over. Oh, well, thank you, Dorothy. Uh, I hope you feel better. We've been seeing so many major miracles in this last six months that God is doing because of the things that's been prophesied by uh, the the Torah or the metrics and stuff. People don't realize that the Bible is right and everybody else is wrong. They take a prophecy and they try to interpret it by human understanding, and that's not going to work. You've got to understand the Bible interprets itself, and it needs no private interpretation. But here's the other part of it is that, a lot of stuff that's prophesied in the Bible was not understood back there 2,000 years ago. It has to have the knowledge of what's being taught or what we see now versus what was prophesied 2,000 years ago. There was a part in the book of uh, Zechariah where it says in the end days uh, that all these countries are going to try to attack Israel. Well, we know that that happened once before, but we understand it's about to happen again. And because when they got ready to attack, they said that their uh, eyes would melt into their socket, their skin would fall off their uh, off their bones and stuff, and that their mouth would cleave to itself. Well, you could think that's war or, or hunger or something like that. But now, in 2,000 years later, we understand what that is. That's an atom bomb. Where once it hits, your skin melts off of your body, your eyes sink into your head, and your tongue or the, your whole flesh be clinging to its to the throat and stuff. Well, as I say, God is right, the Bible is right, it's people that are wrong, and they have to be understanding that God hides things. So we want to start at uh, 33rd verse, Mark, the fifth, I mean the fourth chapter. And the 33rd verse. Well, in fact, let's go to the 30th. Let's start at the 30th verse. All right. You ready to read, Ron? Okay, just a few minutes here. I love listening to her read Bible. <laughs> uh-huh. We're ready. And he said, whereunto shall we liken the kingdom of God? Or with what comparison shall we compare it? It is like a grain of mustard seed, which, when it's sown in the earth, is less than the seed that be in the earth. But when it is sown, it groweth up and becometh greater than all earth, and shooteth out great branches, 
so that the fowls of the air may lodge under the shadow of it. Now, what does it mean, under the shadow of it? God hides things. That's what I keep trying to tell you. And then the, the Bible always interprets itself. So here's the interpretation. The Bible is going to interpret itself right now. Go ahead. And with many such parables spake he the word unto them, as they were able to hear it. Now, what it says is, speak he the word. That's what this thing was talking about when it talks about the kingdom of God. It is not talking about a, a kingdom like with the castles and all that. It's talking how the operation of the kingdom is by the word. But if you don't know what's being said, you'll miss what's going on. God has things in the word. That's why he spoke in parables. And without a parable, he did not speak to them. Go ahead. But without a parable, he spake not unto them. And when they were alone, he expounded all things to his disciples. Only to the disciples did he explain what this means, the hidden meaning. And today, we are, uh, the churches and stuff are out of order. They've been teaching of things of what man thinks and how he plans things versus what God says, these are the keys to the kingdom, that you'll be able to speak things and things will come to pass. Right now we're at the year 5783. And because of that, the Jews are already telling you that the uh, part is called the speaking of the word giving you knowledge, because people, the Bible says our people perish for lack of knowledge. But if you understand, as I say, everything is hidden in the word, and you have to have somebody to expound on it. That's why we have a fivefold ministry. We have the apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher. And the teacher is the most important one of the ministry. I hear a lot of times people say, well, Paul taught this and uh, John taught this and all that. It is a spiritual thing. When you finally understand, it ain't those people that did the explaining. It was the Holy Spirit moved upon them according as the Holy Spirit brought it to their thoughts or to their memories or what God wanted to bring forth. Once we get an understanding that we're, we got two worlds out here. But actually, you got the material world, you got the supernatural world, and you have the spiritual world. And the spiritual world and the supernatural world are not the same. That's why this program is called Signs, Wonders, and Miracles. There are different things. Uh, what is the difference between a miracle and what is the difference between a sign? And these things you can only learn as you start to read the scriptures and let the scriptures explain itself. All right, keep going. The same day when the even was come, he said unto them, Let us pass over unto the other side. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship. And there were also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship, so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and said unto him, Master, carest not thou that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, 
Why are you ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? And they feared it exceedingly, and said, they, and they feared exceedingly, and said unto one another, What manner of man is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? Now the thing is, I'm trying to show you how God has stuff. One of the things He says, Let us pass on to the other side. And then He criticized them when they woke Him up and said, Look, we're about to perish. You, don't you care? He's trying to get them to understand it's the word that operates everything. You have to have faith that the word will work for you if you work the word, but it will not work for you if you don't have faith that it will work. And what is faith? Faith means trust. So in other words, you want to change things in your life, you've got to speak affirmations, affirmations from the Bible, affirmations from the Psalms, Proverbs, and Ecclesiastics, affirmation of what Jesus said, why it's printed in red. But you got to understand, you got to speak it in full trust that God's going to do what needs to be done as long as it is according to his will. If you look up, I think it's in Psalms uh, 16, where you'll find out that God made this world for his pleasure. And that's why we have a, a big problem understanding how to operate in the kingdom because we want to make it work for our pleasure. And God said, I created you for my pleasure. And if you understand that, you'll want to know what, is, what does it mean to have uh, free will. This is the truth about free will. Everything in the Bible is controlled by God. Everything. Good, bad, indifferent, it's all controlled by God. The only thing we have free will is that we either trust him or don't trust him. And who is he? The word. He's trying to get us away from the things of the natural to where we'll understand that God operates according to vibration, frequency, and sound. And if you say the right frequency, if you say the right word, and it's according to your voice too, then things will come to pass. I've seen uh, the wind stop. I went down there in Florida, and there was a hurricane coming through. And I went out on the beach and talked talk to the hurricane. Now, you can't talk to no hurricane. Nobody, listen, you go ahead and operate the way you want to. I operate in the supernatural and the spiritual. The Bible says that Jesus spoke to the wind, and it was calm. And then they looked at him and said, what manner of man is this? They ain't talking about him. They're talking about how the word was operating. And the word is still operating today, if you'll understand. If you need a job, you don't say, I want a job. You speak in what the job that you need or what you want. In other words, God's already got it out there for you. Everything is already being committed. It's just you following the path. That's why it says, in Matthew, the uh, seventh chapter and stuff, it talks about uh, broad is the road that leads to destruction. It means they didn't get an understanding. That's why I said my people perish for lack of knowledge. They didn't get the understanding. But it says that there's uh, straight is the road that leads to eternal life, and only a few that find their way they're at. It didn't say in. It said they're at. There are rules that operate in the supernatural. There's rules that operate in the spiritual, and there's rules that operate in the flesh. You want to get away from them. You want 
You want to be able to understand what is the supernatural and what is the spiritual. Another word for spiritual is comparing understanding with spiritual things or understanding with understanding. That's why the Bible tells us, see, I talk more scriptures because I live it. I don't just think about it. I live this thing, and I teach people to live this. I've had people that prayed for animals that came back to life. We've had people that uh, that legs stretched out, their mind was gone, and all of a sudden their mind came back. I went to a, a place to do an exorcism, and I was on the first floor, and everybody in that hospital on the first floor manifested demons. And I was nowhere near it because it is not you. It's the spirit. It is the word of God that operates, that causes things to change. The reason I'm talking so much about it tonight is that things are about to happen upon this planet. And then unless you understand how to operate in the supernatural and the spiritual, you're going to be in, uh, you're going to be lost. That's just the bottom line. You're going to be lost. Well, how do I change? First of all, you live the life that God called us to live. He told us to do what is right with your neighbor, do what's right according to the word. That's why when they asked Jesus, what is the greatest commandments of all? He said to love God with all your heart, mind, and strength. Then he said to love thy neighbor as thyself. Do unto others as the way you want them to do to you because you are being judged by how you handle every situation you're going through. People make you mad. They'll uh, cause you to lose your last say, piece of sanity and stuff. But you have the power. You have the power to read what the Scripture says and start quoting them. To give you an example, because there's some people, you're going to need this. I was uh, broke. I had no job. My family needed food. And I got in my car, and I drove to the grocery store. I didn't beg God or anything. I just said, Lord, I'm going to the grocery store, and I have no money. And so when I got there, I got out of my car, and trust was I'm looking on the ground for money. I couldn't find no money nowhere. But I didn't say, oh, Lord, there's no money on the ground or anything. I kept looking. All of a sudden, I heard a man holler at me. He said, you, you know anything about cars? I said, yes, I'm a mechanic by trade. He said, my car won't start. Can you fix it? I went over there and looked at it and found it was just a coil wire that had slipped out of the uh, distributor. I pushed that in there. Car started up. The man gave me $20. I went into the store, and everything was on sale. I had enough to buy food and everything else that my family and still had money left. I was then kicked out of my hotel room at uh, 2 o'clock on a Sunday morning, no place to go. My family, I didn't have no more money or anything. And to make uh, to get this a long short a short statement, the uh, owner of the place came in, called up, and he said, "Listen, uh, you ain't got no money to pay. You out of here." The manager was the one who let me stay, but the, there he was saying, "No, you getting out of here." And I said a prayer in trusting God, and that was, "Your word says." See, you got affirmation. Your word says. You would make my enemies at peace with me. 
And I pointed at, I said, that man's my enemy. I didn't let him see me what I was doing. But I was speaking those things as though they were. He's my enemy. And as soon as I spoke that thing, I went down there, and the man said, listen, you ain't got no money to stay here. Don't even stay in my parking lot. I want you out of here, off the property and stuff. And I said, okay. I didn't argue with him. I just started toward the door, and I pointed back through my body and said, Lord, you said you would make my enemies at peace with me. That man's my enemy. All of a sudden, he said, I don't know why I'm doing this. I do. Supernatural. Spiritual. He said, come back here. I came back. He said, how much is the rent? And the manager told him. He paid it all. He said, how much money do you need to live off of? I told him, and he gave me all the money I asked for. When I got back to the room, my wife was crying because we were going to be out there in the cold. And I told her, I said, listen, I left broke, but everything has suddenly changed. But God, I got money. See, that's what I'm trying to tell you. The Bible is right. Everything else is wrong. Understand the Bible is made out of parables, hidden meanings, hidden stories. And in Judaism, they call it Kabbalah, Kabbalahism. In Islam, they call it Kabbalah. In Christianity, they have uh, the word Kabbalah, but they just spell three different ways. And what it means, the word Kabbalah just means hitting wisdom, hitting wisdom. Without the knowledge, you will not be able to operate in this kingdom or in this world. So anyway, I'm, I'm getting y'all set up to where he's going to say that we're going over to the other side. If they had just trusted the word, they could eat with a slip, and they would have slept until they got to the other side. But down in 40, it says, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And I just told you the word for faith is trust. And the word fearful, that's why it says that even the uh, fearful will have their part in the lake of fire, is that it means timid. That means I believe, but I have doubt. You got to get rid of the doubt, especially during this new year coming up now. This is the best time. This is the best time for your blessings to come through. This is the best time for your family to be blessed. But you got to hold on in the trust. Or then it says forty-one. They were exceedingly, they were fearful, exceedingly doubt, and said one to another. What manner of man is this? They didn't say God or anything. What manner of man is this? Even the wind and the sea obey him. I'm trying to tell you all something. When you walk in trust of what the word says, all candlelights will be open for you. You'll be able to see in the darkness, and the darkness means in the confusion. When everybody else is going to be confused and, oh, Lord, what I'm going to do next, and Lord, help me and all this, we walk in trust. Whatever God's word says, after you speak it, affirmation, then it will come to pass. Make sure you are of the good ground and not the bad. Now, let's continue about signs, wonders, and miracles. We're going to go to Mark, the fifth chapter. Go ahead. And they came over into the other side of the city, unto the countryside of the Canarians. And when he was come out of the ship, immediately there met him out of the tomb a man with an unclean spirit, who had a dwelling among the tombs, and no man could bind him, 
by sounds, vibrations, frequencies, but they ain't all by human beings. They're by spirits and stuff. And uh, what I understand, for every one human being on this earth, there is 9,000 demons. How are you going to fight 9,000 demons? You can't unless the light is in you, and the light is the word of God. And then you have to use the light to get rid of these unclean spirits, demons. Uh, They're here to destroy you, and we're here to fight against them to show that the word will work work if we work the word. All right, keep going. He besought him much that he would not send him away out of the country. Now there was a now there was there nigh unto the mountain a great herd of swine feeding, and all the devils besought him, saying, Send us into the swine that we may enter into them. And forth, forthwith Jesus gave them leave, and the unclean spirits went out and entered into the swine, and the herd ran violently down a steep place unto the sea. There were about 2,000 and were choked in the sea. Now, you notice that on that 12th one, it says, all the devils, it has S on that, besought him, saying, send us into the swines. You notice Jesus couldn't cast all those things out. They made a deal with Jesus. It, they made a deal with the word. Why? Because they understood what the word says. That's why it's, they in the seventh verse, it says, I adjure you by God not to torment me. But if you read the rest of it, it says, not before the time. Prophecy is what we live by. Prophecy is what the word goes forth. And you're going to have to learn to speak the word of God through affirmation and prophesy what you need. I hope you all getting this understanding because it is so important. It's the word that will set you free. That's why it says, he who the son sets free, well, who's the son? The word, who the word gets into your understanding, the word where you speak things, and then realize God still is in control. You may not get healed right away. It might be eight years later. Like one person was on the Bible, and the Bible was sick for 38 years, but he did not give up. That's what I'm trying to tell you. You don't walk by sight. You walk by trust. And when God gets ready to show you who you really are, and that's what he's going to do. He'll have to wake you up. You're really walking in a dream, just don't know it. The Bible talks about it, and we see it in the, in the, the New Testament. We're in the matrix. We really are. But you will never understand that, feel that, because it's not operated by feeling. It's operating by knowledge. All right, keep going. Hold it in the city and in, in, in the country. And they went out to see what it was that was done. And they came to Jesus, and they come to Jesus and see him that was possessed with the devil and had the legion sitting in, in clothes and in his right mind. And they were afraid. And they that saw it told them how to befell him that was possessed with the devil and also concerning the swine. In other words, what the word says. Keep going. And they began to pray, pray, and they yeah. began to pray him to depart out of their coast. And when he was come unto the ship, he that had been possessed with the devil prayed him that he might be with him. How did Jesus suffer him not? 
but saying unto him, Go home to thy friends and tell them how great things the Lord has done for thee, and have compassion on thee. And he departed and, be, and began to publish in the Decapolis de, de, de mm-hmm. how great things Jesus had done for him, and all men did marvel. See, that's the thing. I'm trying to get y'all to get into the spirit realm. I'm trying to get you into the supernatural. I'm trying to get you to understand it's by faith in the word. It's by trust in the word. It's the word that creates everything, and it has never stopped creating. Start reading the scriptures as there's hidden things in here. I need to see whether this Bible is interpreting where it's, you know, in itself. Because in the book of Mark, we see there was one man. But if you go look at the book of uh, Matthew, you'll find there were two men in the, in the thing. Or well, what happened to the other? It's all about the right way of asking questions with God. And I'm trying to tell you, the more you understand that, the more you'll understand, I am who God says I am. And who am I? The Bible says very clearly, greater is he who's in me than he who's in the world. So I'm created by the creator of the whole world. That means he lives in me. Then it says, if I submit myself unto God, Resist the devil, he would flee from me. What is God? God is the word. When you start studying the word, not just so that you can have power and stuff, but to learn how to live and how to think, then the word will become flesh in you, just like it did Jesus. And it will change you. And then you'll be like what you've seen what Paul says, this man be in you that was in Christ Jesus. That's why it gets me when people talk about, well, Paul wrote this and John wrote that and uh, Peter wrote this and everything. Do you not know it is one spirit? It's the one spirit that's talking to you. It's the one spirit that's giving you revelation. It's the one spirit that says in the first Corinthians, the 12th chapter, severally as he will, not as you will, as he will. He controls the gifts. All you have to do is just, Submit. What is the submit? I read this scripture. I quote this scripture. I believe this scripture. And I'm and I, I use that word over and over again, affirmation, that this thing is going to work for me, even if I can't see it, if I don't feel it. I had a lady that used to uh, write affirmations on her bathroom window, I mean bathroom mirror. So anytime she'd get up in the morning, she would look at that, and she would know the affirmation to say that day. In fact, about it, she's the one who taught me when I lost anything, the Bible says there is nothing that's hid that's hid from the Lord. And since there are past, present, and future, I say it three times. One for God to hear, one for me to hear, one for the devil to hear. And 98% of the time, my stuff, I find my stuff and things that I told people how to do this and how they started believing it. All of a sudden, the miracle started happening for them. Right now, I'm giving y'all a chance to. Anybody got any questions or comments? What you have to do, I'll let Mary tell you. Oh, I know she's still having trouble with throat, so I'll tell you. You push one, and when you push one, it will come up on her board, and she'll let me know that somebody wants to ask a question. All right, can I turn it over to you now, Mary? I mean, Doris. Uh, yeah, I'm looking for a question. There was someone with earlier in the broadcast before the lesson even started, oh, okay. but their hand is down now. I think it was. 
Can you put your hand up again? Whoever had it before, I'll grab my glasses. Okay, as I said, we're giving you a chance now to ask any biblical question. And uh, as I say, you have to just push one on your telephone, and that will let Dorothy know, and then she'll tell you the telephone number that's calling in, and then I'll answer your question according to what God gives me. No questions. Come on, you guys. Okay, no comments. All right, well, do well, you have any questions, Rhonda? Any comments? What about you, Dorothy? Nope, no comments from me. Okay. As I said, I'm hoping these people are getting this understanding. The reason that Jesus came into this world is to teach us how to understand the kingdom and how to speak in the kingdom. And it's the kingdom, the rules of the kingdom, that operates in our lives, good or bad, is still the rules. And we, as the children of God, have authority, or we have the words to say, or we have the understanding, but we have to be taught. All right, let's keep going, going then. And when Jesus was passed over again by, by ship unto the other side, much people gathered unto him, and he was nigh unto the sea. And behold, there cometh one of the rulers of the synagogue, Darius by name. And when he saw him, he fell at his feet, and besought him greatly, saying, My little daughter lieth at the point of death. I pray thee come and lay thy hand on her, that she may be healed. And she shall live. Now, look at the affirmation what is being said here on the 23rd verse. He said, and besought him greatly, saying, affirmation, speaking, my little daughter lies at the point of death. He didn't say she was dead. He said, lay at the point of death. I pray thee, I'm asking you, I'm begging you, come and lay thy hands on her. Now, in Hebrew, the word hands can also mean, besides physical hands, it means thoughts. That's how you enter into the spiritual realm. You know, the Bible says, casting down all imagination that exalts itself against the word. It didn't say all imagination. It said it exalts itself against the word. If you learn what the word and how to speak these things, then things will happen for you. He said, and lay that thoughts on her that she may be healed and she shall, it didn't say will, shall live. See, affirmation is so important with the kingdom of God. If you're getting ready to fight a demon, you don't want to go and beg that demon, oh, demon, don't bother me, please let me alone, don't bother my family. No. You got to speak affirmation. And what is one of the affirmations is you need not put on the whole armor every day. And what are the weapons of your warfare is uh, that sword. I take that two-headed sword, I cut off your arms. I cut off your legs. I castrate you. Oh, boy. But what happens if it don't work? What happens if it do work? I know when I first started praying for the sick, the devil would try to put doubt in my mind, talking about, 
Uh, ain't nobody going to get healed. That's what they did in the Old Testament, and they don't do it now. And my comment was, what happens if God does do it now? I'm going to believe. And this preacher, it was uh, Vineyard Ministry out of California, told me, he said, go out and pray for 100 people. He said, I don't care if nobody gets healed, but you pray for 100 people. I started laying hands or praying for people, and all of a sudden I started seeing people with sore throat get healed, back problems getting healed, legs stretched out, eyes healed. I, I was at one church that I had to preach at. Seven people got their eyesight back. Why? Because the word will work if you work the word. But you've got to believe that the word is Jesus, and Jesus is the one who's doing the healing. That's why he said that she may be healed and shall live. All right, go ahead. And Jesus went with him, and much people followed him and thronged him. And a certain woman which had an issue of blood twelve years, and a certain woman which had an issue of blood twelve years, and had suffered many things of many physicians, and had spent all that she had, was nothing better, but rather grew worse. And when she heard of Jesus, and when she heard of Jesus, came to, to came in the press behind and touched his garment, for she said, If I may touch but his clothes. I shall be whole. Now, look at that thing there, the 28th verse. It says, for she said, you know what I'm trying to get y'all to understand? This is a speaking thing. And everybody doesn't have the, the, the same anointing to speak these things. That's because God trusts us as much as we trust him. The less you trust God, the less he's trusting you. Then it says, he said, affirmation says, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. Speaking the affirmation. Go ahead. In straightway the fountain of her blood, fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt, felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus, immediately knowing himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, who touched my clothes? And the disciple said unto him, Thou seest the multitude thronging me, and sayest thou, Who touched me? And he looked around about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman fearing and trembling, knowing that what she had done in her, mm-hmm. okay, in her, came down and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, Thy faith has made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy place. Now, what is Jesus doing? He's quoting what she had already spoke, that if I could just touch his clothes, I shall be made whole. I'm trying to show y'all that it, it could be 12 years, it could be 20 years, but if you hold on to trusting what the Word says and keep saying the affirmation, the devil will start leaving you alone because the devil don't want to fight somebody that knows how to fight. He's going to look for the weak link. He's going to look for the one who don't understand so that he can put fear in you, intimidate you, lie to you. Well, this person's been causing me trouble all my life. It ain't the person. It's the spirit, and it's because they know there's a weakness in you. So if you'll start fighting back by saying, well, the word says I'm supposed to forgive people. 
The word says I'm supposed to have compassion on people. The word says that I'm supposed to take care of people who need help. I'm supposed to help everyone I can. Now, you hear what I'm saying? I can or I have the money to help without putting myself in debt. I'm supposed to do it. A lot of people are trying to give people everything they got, and everything everything is not for you to give because there's some bad ground out here, especially some of these churches. Y'all plant your seeds and stuff in it and, and can't figure out why I ain't getting, why I ain't getting a, a blessing. Why I ain't got such a – you're planting in the wrong ground. You need to find good ground. And you can tell if you got good ground because you come back 30, some 60, or 100 fold. All right. Yes, Lord. Keep going. Bobby, yes, back there came from, from the ruler of the synagogue house, certain which said, Thy daughter is dead. Why troublest thou, master, any further? As soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he said unto the ruler of the synagogue, Be not afraid, only believe. And he suffered no man to follow him, save Peter and James and John, the brother of James. And he cometh to the house of the ruler of the synagogue and seeth her familiar, and then that and them that wept and wailed greatly. And when he was come in, he said unto them, Why make ye this ado and weep? The damsel is not dead, but sleepeth. Now you notice. I keep telling you, God hides things. Now, when uh, Lazarus was dead, they said uh, he was talking to Jesus, and he said to make a letter to you understand, Lazarus is asleep. And they said, well, if he's asleep, he does well. He said, okay, I'll put it another way. He's dead, but I'm going to raise him. Here, he said, the damsel is not dead, but asleep. You've got to speak the word that you read in here, affirmation, with confidence, Jesus is who he says he is, which he says he is the word of God. And then if he is the word of God, then he is God. And things are manifested through him by faith. All right, keep going. They laughed him to scorn. But when he had put them all out, he taketh the father and the mother of the damsel and them that were with him and entered in where the damsel was lying. And he took the damsel by hand and said unto her, Talitha Kumai, which is being interpreted, damsel, I say unto thee, arise. And straightway the damsel arose and walked, for she was of age of twelve of the age of twelve years. And they were astonished with all great astonishment. And he charged them straightly that no man could know it and commanded that something should be given to her to eat. Amen. Now, just look at that last part there. Straightway, 42, straightway the damsel arose. Why? Because Jesus said, damsel, I say unto thee, arise. In the Bible, there is a part of Isaiah, the uh, 60th chapter in the first verse. It says, arise, shine, come to life, come to life, wake up, understand that the world is run by vibration, frequency, and sound, and that we have all things through Christ who strengthens us. In other words, as the anointing come upon you, the more you will speak it in confidence. I've seen people at our church pray for the sick, and they get healed. 
I've seen people in other churches that heard the word and they speak the word. They don't pray and everything. They speak the word in confidence. My own legs, myself, I had my knees are bone on bone on the knees. And this man of God did not lay hands on me. He did not uh, curse the, the thing. He spoke. And the word that he spoke, he said, raise your leg up, put it down, raise your leg up, put the other one down like you're in the military. He said, take off. And, I mean, I didn't even think about it. I started running backwards, jumping up and down and everything. Jesus healed me. Why? Because the word is true. Stick with the word, and you'll find out the word is everything you need. All right, well, I'm giving you all a chance again. If anybody got any questions or comments, all you have to do is push one, and Dorothy will be able to see it, and I'll answer whatever biblical question or that God gives me. Do you see anybody out there, Dorothy? No. Mm. Are there anybody out there listening? I know there's people listening. I see the queue is quite cool. Okay. Very good. <laughs> oh, I hear you. If nobody has a question, come on, you guys. Or a comment? Guess what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna we'll, we'll oh, cut it off. Oh, someone, someone raised their hand. Let's see. Okay. Whoops. Eight one six three five three. Your mic is open. Hello. Eight one six three five three. Phone number. Your hand is up. Your mic is open. Is your mute button pushed? Okay, yes, it was. I'm so sorry. The mute button was <laughs> Sometimes that happens. It just, you know. Mm-hmm. Hello, James. We're so um, enjoying your teaching. And, yes, we're out here <laughs> listening. <laughs> You know, oh, I hear you. Are you giving any understanding about yes. how to operate? Yes, we are. You're refreshing my memory, and it's always good to encourage each other. And I, I so okay, appreciate your teaching. Amen. Do you have any encourage any questions? Um, well, not at this time. I just wanted to say we are out here and we are listening and listening. So Barry and Karen are listening. Okay. Well, I'm glad to hear that, you know, there's people out there because I'm not sure because I don't see the board. Only Dorothy sees the board. Okay. And only her knows if there's anybody calling in or not. Yeah. Well, it's always good to be encouraged. You know, everybody has things happen, but it's good to be encouraged and and uh, get our mind back in in where it should be. You know what I'm saying? Lots of things mm-hmm. hit you every day, but you got to stay in the Lord. You got to operate how to operate. I appreciate your teaching. Well, thank you very much, and you and your husband and family have a blessed day. 
We will. We'll talk to you later. Okay. All right. Anybody, Thank you. Anybody else out there, all you do is push one, and Dorothy will be able to know that you're raising your hand up. And push one to, once you've gotten your question answered. Okay. Someone else. Okay. 501208, your mic is open. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing good. My question is, can sin stop us from being able to work under the anointing? That's a good question. Can sin stop us from working under the anointing? Well, I'm going to put it like this. You have to look at the scriptures and see what God used as an example. Did David sin? And the answer is yes. Was he still anointed? The answer is yes. Did Saul sin? And the answer is yes. Was he still under the anointing? That's why David says, I will not uh, harm God's anointed. That's why the scripture says, uh, do not harm God's prophet or God's anointed. The thing is, when you sin and stuff, when you, there's three different types of things. One's called the error, which is called sin. The second one is called uh, iniquity, which means that you don't want to, but all of a sudden you just got that overrunning edge of have to do this thing. And then the third one is transgression. That means I don't care what God says. I'm going to do what I want to do. And that's what happens. But the thing is, can can the miracle still happen under your ministry? Yes. Can things still come in good for your ministry? Yes. But we have an old saying that it was, God will give you enough rope to hang yourself. Did I answer your question? Yes, you did. Okay. Well, I'm so glad to hear from you. I'll be glad when you get back to Kansas City. Yes, sir. All right. You got any other questions or comments? I do not. All right, then. Well, you have a blessed day. Yes, sir. All right. If there's anyone else out there, it's the time because we got 10 more minutes. Did we already do 501-208, or is that a new hand? 501. That was him just then. Okay. Never mind. It is helpful if you put your hand down. I'm just saying. Um, okay. We're good, I think. Well, if there's anybody else listening, I'm coming to uh, North Carolina in February. I'll be down near Raleigh. Then I'm going also to um, Atlanta, Georgia on that Tuesday. I think that's a – I think that's a – I'll be down at, uh, what is it called, Liberty, uh, even what Donnie's church name is, Liberation Freedom, down there in Atlanta, Georgia. And then I'll be heading on down to Florida, God's will, to see what else other doors he wants me to minister at. But like as I say, this is the time. This is the time to spend quality time in Psalms, Proverbs, and Ecclesiastics, because those is part of the word, and that's going to help you to develop your trust 
that whatever the word says, it's going to happen. And one of the words that's in there is the 23rd Psalm. What it says, the Lord is my shepherd. It's got to be personal. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want or be in need. Then it gives you four he's, what he does for you. But you've got to trust him. And who is him? The word. The more you, you study it, you'll find out all the word is all about Jesus. And Jesus is the word. And it's not like the word we think, you know, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. It's a secret understanding. That's why the word is, that's why I tell people about the word Kabbalah. And that's what it means, secret understanding. It's not witchcraft and all this other good stuff. In fact, about people, like they have a saying, if you teach people about Kabbalah, then you don't know nothing about it. (laughs) The one who doesn't talk very much about it knows a lot about it. And it's all back to the same thing, which is understanding the Bible, understanding the scriptures, understanding the teachers. And the teachers are what Jesus puts out here. He's got to be the one that sent you, or you got false prophets, false teachers. And you, you'll you know them by their fruit. The Bible interprets everything. All right. Well, I'm giving you another two minutes here, anybody? Got any other questions or comments? Well, Dorothy, I pray that you'll be feeling better and stuff, and me and you'll get together and work up that uh, thing about the broadcast and stuff. Yeah, hopefully Deborah Deborah Devora can help us. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, I'm not gonna go any further. We go to uh Mark the sixth chapter next week. Okay. And uh as I say, I'll be going out of town in February. So I'll have to let you know in advance where I might not be on the broadcast because I'll be traveling. Isn't it cold in North Carolina in February? I don't know. You know how Jesus talked to the water, to the weather? I do the same thing. There you go. I'm getting ready to try to do something now. I've I've been telling the Lord I need to be able to walk again. And so I'm getting ready to try this week, something I haven't did in years. I'm going to walk. From the top of my uh, the kitchen here down into my basement and walk back up. I have not even been able to do that, but the Lord has been strengthening me lately. I had I got three stairs that goes from my living room to my garage. It was so bad I had to have my, uh, my caretaker pick up my leg and pick it up to the next stair and then try to balance myself. Now I go up and down as as quick as I can, like I used to. But I have not gone down in that basement, but y'all be praying for me. I'm going to go down that basement, and I'm going to be able to walk back up those stairs. Coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. All right. Nobody else got anything? Well, Dorothy, I'm going to turn it over to you, and well, I'll talk to you next week. I suppose you want me to. Give out a prayer. Yes, ma'am. 
course you do. Okay. Um, Father, thank you so much for these teachings. It embellishes our understanding and it teaches us the the word. Jesus is the embodiment of the word. All of it is in him. So if we can get a good grasp on that, it'll help us walk in the spirit easier. Or since that's what you want us to do, walk in the spirit, not in the yes. flesh. So help us to do that. Because that is a big thing for us. And I just pray everybody and is not sick. <laughs> Let's get this sickness out of here. Amen. <laughs> you know? And I'm gonna work on walking too, Pastor Dave. <laughs> Amen. Work on standing first. But yeah, I'm gonna work on that. Amen. So, uh, that's how we have to do it, step by step, inch by inch, and prayer by prayer. <laughs> All right. Well, you have a blessed time, and I'll talk to you next week and tell Harold I said hi. I will. Father, bless everybody. Good night. Where's that Good red night. button? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.